0: In this bulletin, Labour returned to power for a third term in Victoria's state elections, a landslide hits an Italian holiday village, and in sport, elation for the Socceroos as Australia edges out Tunisia in their World Cup group game. With the latest from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Osama Red. Labour is set to return to power for a third term of government in Victoria following the weekend state election. Pundits have called the result in the ALP's favour, despite fears that a high proportion of pre-poll and postal votes would make a definitive result impossible to predict. Labour is predicted to have at least 50 seats, enough to govern in its own right. Daniel Andrews has thanked supporters in an emotional speech vowing to govern for all Victorians. We will govern for all Victorians. We will, we will deliver each and every element of our positive plan to benefit each and every Victorian. No matter how you voted, no matter how you voted, no matter what your views or opinions, that's what our job is. We take our responsibility seriously. Because, Labor does what matters. The result means Daniel Andrews is set to become just the fifth Victorian premier to serve 3,000 days in office. Liberal Party soul-searching has begun in the wake of the Victorian election, with questions being asked about its lack of traction at the state and federal level. It is the second straight loss for opposition leader Matthew Guy, while federal liberal leader Peter Dutton did not play an active part in the state election campaign and did not appear alongside his Victorian counterpart in the lead-up to the poll. In contrast, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese appeared alongside Premier Daniel Andrews last week. Senior Victorian Liberal Georgie Crozier has defended Mr. Dutton, saying he had visited the state a number of times in recent weeks but was not part of the formal campaign. Mr Guy himself has called for optimism and so far is refusing to be drawn on his future as leader of the state party, saying he still held high hopes for the Victorian Liberals' final result. What we can see is that with a swing of around 4% to us and many pre-poll votes to come, we will finish, despite what many commentators say, we will finish with more seats in the parliament in both the lower house and the upper house. At least 12 people are missing on the Italian holiday island of Ischia after a landslide caused by heavy rain. Rescue crews are searching for survivors in Casamiciola Terme, one of the six small towns of Ischia, a volcanic island in the Tyrrhenian Sea about 30 kilometers from Naples. The authorities are so far refusing to confirm the number of deaths, but up to 10 buildings have collapsed. The fire brigade says there have been difficulties in reaching the island from motorboats and helicopters due to bad weather. Infrastructure Minister Matteo Salvini says he is following developments in the search. Britain says it believes Russia has been removing nuclear warheads from aging cruise missiles and firing unarmed munitions at Ukraine. The UK's military intelligence service says it has seen open source imagery that depicts wreckage of an air-launched cruise missile fired at Ukraine that seems to have been designed in the 1980s as a nuclear delivery system with ballast substituted for warheads. The service says this indicates a level of depletion in Russia's stock of long-range missiles. The entertainment world is in mourning after the death of Academy Award-winning actress and singer-songwriter Irene Cara. Miss Cara famously provided the title track for the movie Fame, winning an Oscar and a Grammy for the title track to another film, Flashdance. The singer's publicist, Judas Moose, released a statement confirming the 63-year-old died at her Florida home in the United States. No cause of death has been released. To World Cup news, and the Socceroos have won their group match against Tunisia, one goal to nothing, thanks to a moment of magic from Mitch Duke. The win means that the Australian side lives on, for now, banking three precious points after a 4-1 loss to France in their opening game. With another positive result against Denmark, Australia could follow in the footsteps of the fabled 2006 Golden Generation to progress out of the group stage for only the second time in men's cup history. This fan says he's thrilled with the result. That was the best game of football I've ever been to. we like the underdog, we rode our luck, we had our own chances. Tunisia played so well, um, but just couldn't put a goal in. But uh, it was a great game, great game. That, that's the reason you follow football, games like that. Yeah. With the latest from the SBS newsroom, I'm Asam al